0: Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway.
1: On the TV show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? the first question was always easy. But here are two questions contestants got wrong. The first which of these phrases is a common way of saying, I can't take it anymore? That's the last stick? That's the last leaf? That's the last straw? Or I'm moving to Canada? <laughs> The answer, of course, was the last straw, and it was for one poor participant. Here's another. When attacked by predators, which animal will often activate a large gland known as an ink sac? Cheetah? Squid? Owl? Paris Hilton? <laughs> Incredibly, The contestant did not answer squid and has had years to uh, ink about it. I guess some drink from the fountain of knowledge, others just gargle. (laughs) Lest we laugh too loudly, only five contenders out of 1,200 ever claimed the million-dollar prize. You know, I am impressed by the vast knowledge some can retain, and amazed when they think they have to toss their brains out to believe in God. Dr. Michael Guillen was one of them. A physics instructor at Harvard for eight years, best-selling author, filmmaker, three-time Emmy Award-winning science correspondent for ABC News, Michael was an atheist. People of faith are small-minded, he reasoned. Science has the answers that matter. Growing up, he loved science more than anything and anyone. In university, he cared more about it than eating, sleeping, or dating. But as he studied how the universe works, he was captivated by its beauty. Studying the universe through telescopes and microscopes, he asked, How do you explain the beauty in the gluons of an atom in clusters of galaxies? And it's all an accident? Really? Next, Michael began to study what he calls weird things. I was asked by my beloved science to believe in things I couldn't see, he says, black holes and particles that travel faster than light. And I believed even though I could never see it, never hope to see it. Then came the last straw. It's become so popular today to say, well, your truth may not be my truth, but it's okay, he says. Science taught me that there's one truth. We're obligated to know that truth. Science helped bring him to faith by showing him the wonder of a universe that can't have happened by chance, a belief in things he cannot see, and the existence of objective truth. As Michael points out in his book Seeing is Believing, with every new discovery science uncovers come questions it can't answer. In reading the Bible, things began to make sense, and he humbly acknowledged God as the ultimate designer who loves us, who sent his son Jesus to redeem us. Michael came to faith not in spite of science, but in harmony with what he learned about the physical world. God used science, the very thing Michael loved, the thing that caused him to turn his back on God to bring him home. He says, if you find that you love something more than God, that's the sign you're lost, the way I was. The good news is God is not going to give up on you. If you let him, he will change your life the way he did mine. You know, we thank God for science and the many brilliant scientists, so many of whom love God. Science and faith are not at war. In fact, here's a question they should have asked on who wants to be a millionaire. According to Christianity Today, how many U.S. scientists identify as Christians? 12, 777, 144,000, or 2 million? If you answered 2 million, you're right. Which reminds me of the time I told a friend, I've always wanted to be a millionaire, just like my dad. He said, your dad was a millionaire? I said, no, but he always wanted to be one.